What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. It's Saturday, so you know we gotta talk about who's rising the most in ADP. Two weeks ago, we predicted that Drake London, Joe Burrow, Cam Akers, David Montgomery, and Kirk Cousins would all rise in ADP. We actually had our first below 500 week of the season with London, Burrow, and Cousins all dropping a tad in ADP with only Cam Akers and David Montgomery rising. So we cannot make that two weeks in a row. I'll give my predictions for the next two weeks at the end of the video. So who else has been rising over the last two weeks? For the billionth straight week, it seems Tim Patrick is up more than a round. He's now up 14 more spots, now going in the late 14th round. Uh, camps are just opening up as I'm recording this. We'll have the first few days of camps when you guys are watching this. And so we are finally going to get some actual reports. Maybe we're going to get a report on what the expected split's going to be. I don't think we're going to get that report early in camp, right? Early in camp is more just like, oh, this player got the first snap and like, oh, this player's on the field. This player's not in the field. We're not really seeing full game plans right now. Uh, but, you know, over the next few weeks, hopefully we kind of see what the heck Denver is going to be doing with this wide receiver core. But Wow. I mean, like, we need something, right? Like, we need something to slow down Tim Patrick's ADP. It is consistently up and up and up. He has seen a meteoric rise seemingly from just one report, right? We've had a very long stretch of time where we've only had that one report, and it's just steaming them up uh, really high. So hopefully that cools off a bit. Hopefully not at the expense of Marvin Mims. Uh, but, you know, if he keeps gaining steam into camp, I mean, I don't even want to know where his final ADP could be in like a few weeks to a month. So I'm still drafting him around pick like 70. I think his ADP right now is around like 68, 70. Um, around that spot, I think Sterling is totally fine. There's still plenty of players that I really don't want in that range. So totally fine to take him there. As he enters the top 160, unless we get like a rock solid report that's like, yeah, you know, he's going to be on the field every single play, something like that. Something that's telling us he's actually going to play a ton. Um... I probably won't reach into like into the 150s basically, but like that's where his ADP is trending. So soon I'm going to back off, um, but I have a lot of him at this point. So we don't really need to push his ADP too much more. Two other big time wide receiver risers are Nico Collins and Sky Moore, both up close to a round. Uh, Collins going in about the 10th round, uh, Sky Moore going now in the ninth round. I don't want to spend too much time on these two since, you know, we've already talked about them a lot recently, but... The opportunity is there for both of them, and I am a believer in the talent for both of them as well, and I do think they deserved to rise in ADP. Um, I don't think there's much more room for Nico Collins to go up more since he's still on the Texans. He still does have a rookie quarterback, and so like I don't see Nico Collins going you know, in the, the seventh round or something this summer. Like, there's only so high Nico Collins can go in the 10th round right now. Maybe he makes it into the ninth, maybe, but... I would say like, you know, where he's at right now, maybe around earlier, that's probably the highest he's going to end up going. But I would say for Sky Moore, uh, I don't know that there's really a cap for his ADP. Um, we're going to see what kind of reports happen, right? Uh, Kansas City has opened their camps right now. We will see if he gets even more hype. And really, it would only take bad news for Rasheed Rice. Like if Rasheed Rice has a bad camp, which it was mixed reports in day one, but again, we're so early. Um, if he has bad reports and it's basically just like, you know, Sky Moore is just the guy, I could genuinely see his ADP going up as high as like the sixth round. Now, that's probably the cap, but my point is 
just looking at him in round nine being like, oh, that's really as high as he can go. I don't think so. If, if people really, truly believe that he's going to be the slot wide receiver for Kansas City, if people truly believe that he's on the field every down, like he's going to probably go in round six. So just kind of difference there. Nico probably can't go too much higher. Uh, Sky Moore definitely can. We have also seen Ryan Tannehill creep up in ADP. Uh, he's still like a, a super late round pick, right? He's going around pick like 200, but people are starting to take him a tad earlier. And that makes sense, right? After the Titans signed DeAndre Hopkins. And there have also been, you know, plenty of reports that Tannehill's by far the best quarterback this offseason on the team. I think way earlier in the summer after they drafted a quarterback, um, they're just like, oh, like maybe they're kind of done on Tannehill. Maybe the team's not going to be very good. Maybe he won't play the full season. That's why people weren't even like drafting him, you know, until like very, very, very late. Um, but, you know, at this point, it's abundantly clear. Like Tannehill's going to be the starting quarterback the entire season unless he gets hurt. And he's not really an injury-prone quarterback. So we're pretty sure he's going to be the quarterback for the whole season. So people are now looking at that and be like, oh, okay. Well, like they still do have Derrick Henry, right? So they have to be, you know, a certain level of decent uh, on offense. They still have Burks. Now they have Hopkins, right? Chica Conquo is like a pretty good receiving tight end. And Tannehill in the past has been very efficient. Like there have been years where we're looking at Tannehill like you're a pretty good quarterback. And you're like uh, maybe he hasn't posted like the total numbers because he's never been part of like a, of an offense going to throw 40 times, right? Like that's just not going to really happen. We have to you know, temper those expectations. But if you want a second quarterback, you know, you already have Traylon Burks or you already have um, DeAndre Hopkins, or you have both of them, you're an underdog, you want to stack it, like, he is not a bad second quarterback option, because he goes super late, and he is a quality quarterback with decent players around him and a good coaching staff, like, it makes sense, he should be going earlier in drafts, so this is one, yeah, I think the rise makes sense, um, I think he should be going higher. In terms of top 100 risers, Alvin Kamara is by far the biggest riser, he's up nine spots now going in the eighth round. It's honestly going to be super interesting just watching how Kamara, Jamal Williams, and Kendra Miller, um, how their ADPs change in August. This is one backfield where we could see so many different outcomes, really just depending on the suspension for Kamara, but then also the health of Kendra Miller, right? This backfield, like, I'm not going to call the Saints some, like, prolific offense right they're not a backfield where like the lions where like if we were trying to figure out the lions backfield who's gonna get the touches that matters a lot right because there are so many fantasy points that are gonna come from that backfield i would not say the same thing about the saints but all three are very talented players all three have the potential to be very high-end producers i don't think all three at the same time will be but if we got, you know, a two-game versus a four-game versus a six-game suspension for Kamara, if we got Kendra Miller starting the season fully healthy versus not being fully healthy uh, and for like the first month, there's huge differences here. Now, I will say one thing. Um, Kendra Miller did open camp on the non-football injury list, and the team has said that it is not a concern. It is not an injury issue. Like, they're not worried. And so I'm not worried, and I'm actually drafting him now. So for the entire summer, he has been going too early. In my opinion, like there are just too many question marks. He's playing behind Alvin Kamara, right? Jamal Williams, still a good running back. So I've kind of pumped the brakes, you know, for most of the summer and been like, okay, you guys can draft him. Hopefully his ADP will fall. And we are getting to that point, right? His ADP on its own is definitely falling, but I have been in some drafts where he has been available 25, 30 spots behind his ADP. And now I'm like, okay, well, if his ADP is the lowest point of the summer and he's cratering beyond that, 
were at the beginning of camp, right? He shows up to camp in a week and does really well. That ADP shoots right back up. And so I think right now is a really good time to capitalize on that. And even Jamal Williams, again, everyone's at this point is kind of assuming that the suspension isn't going to be very much. And so we are at, you know, potentially the lowest points in ADP for Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller all summer. It's the lowest point they've been at. We don't know where they'll end up going, but it's possible this is kind of like the bottom for the ADPs. And so even though it's really difficult to know what the split's going to look like right now, and we're obviously going to keep an eye out on the Saints camp, like I'm going to adjust the rankings, everything, like we're going to be watching it. But honestly, I've drafted so much Alvin Kamara when he falls packed past pick like 105 i've gotten him sometimes at like 115 120 and so i'm gonna kind of stop drafting him as his adp goes up and now that we're seeing the bottom for jamal and kendra i mean i might as well shift and start taking shares of them at their lowest adp so that's how i'm kind of approaching it for those of you in redraft leagues i mean you just kind of got to look at the market make a, a decision for yourself and be like you know, do you think the suspension is going to be uh, of any like significant length for Kamara? If you think it's more than four games, probably a bad pick is ADP. Less than four games, probably a good pick. Four games, I think, is what most people are assuming. Another top 100 riser is Joe Mixon. Obviously, this is because he agreed to the pay cut to stay with the Bengals. Um, we kind of figured that would happen, but there was always a chance that, you know, he couldn't come to that agreement, that he got cut, went to a much worse situation. So the fact that he's now official removes risk and bumps him up in the rankings just kind of how it works um i have to imagine his adp is gonna slowly rise each week i don't expect it to be like oh you know got the extension or whatever got like the the contract situation resolved shoots up you know around i think it's going to be a very 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 slow increase as we work our way through the summer and i don't ever expect him to be like a second round pick right we are not ever going to reach the range where Mixon is again a first or second round pick. Um, we need to remember there's a reason. He had to take a pay cut, right? I mean, he's averaged 4.1, 3.6, 4.1, 3.9 yards per carry over the last four years. He's been productive and he hasn't been bad, but he's not going out there and averaging five yards per carry being the whole offense, right? The offense is Burrow to Chase and Higgins. That's the offense. And so, it makes sense, right? That he would look at it and be like, yeah, like they don't technically need me. I should take a pay cut to be on this insane team. Also, he may have finished eighth in half PPR points per game last season. And so you're probably looking at that being like, well, why shouldn't he go higher? Well, that's largely thanks to 53 fantasy points in week nine. Uh, give him 20 in that week, which is still an amazing week. 20 half PPR points is really, really good. Drop him to 20 and now he drops to 15th in half EPR points per game, which is exactly where he's being drafted right now. So I think that's like a pretty good range for him. You shouldn't be expecting 53 fantasy points. If you bump it down to 20, he's a appropriate value. So that's how I'm kind of looking at it. Um, I do still think his ADP maybe should go up a little bit more, maybe to that like running back 12, 13, 14. Like that general range is where Joe Mixon should be going in pretty much every single format. Um, he can produce well in standard because he has that touchdown upside. But we saw last season a uh, good reception upside. So really any format. That running back like 12, 13, 14. That's kind of where he should be going. So maybe a small rise from where he's at right now. Uh, we have unfortunately seen even more of a rise from David Montgomery and Cam Akers as well. Not much to say that hasn't already been said. I have breakdowns on both these players. I think I broke them both down in the Thursday video. Um, 
in general, neither one of them is a lock to go off. That's never the case for a mid-round running back, but both are set up extremely well. Uh, both could shatter their ADPs uh, if they're given opportunity this season. And since I think they will be, the rise makes sense. I'm hoping they don't rise too much. Um, I want to do a little bit of a market watch next. Um, I was, you know, I do drafts every day. I join at least one to two drafts every day. I kind of keep up with um, how things are changing as far as the market's concerned. And I was noticing running backs going a little bit earlier in drafts this last week or so. And so I wanted to see if there was anything to that or if it was really just happening in my leagues, right? Because I'm in a relatively small sample of leagues, right? I mean, I'm on the clock in like 30, 35 leagues, but that's still a small sample. Weird things can happen in my leagues that aren't happening overall. Uh, but sure enough, uh, there has been a change. If we look at the top 150 players by ADP and we look over the last two weeks, only 36% of running backs have seen their ADPs go down. That's compared to 55% of wide receivers, 47% for tight ends, and 84% for quarterbacks. So as a whole, most quarterbacks are trending down. It's not like everyone's dropped 10 spots, but as a whole, quarterbacks are moving down in ADP a little bit. Wide receivers are trending down slightly. It's not a huge trend, but a trend down. Uh, tight ends, a very, very small bump. I mean, again, 47% have moved down. So they're pretty much the same. Uh, while running backs, uh, running backs are on the rise. Uh, and it's not just the players we went over today. Nick Chubb is up. Uh, Derrick Henry, Jameer Gibbs, Dobbins, Rashad White, Javonta Williams, Antonio Gibson. All of those players are trending up in ADP. Again, not a huge shift up, but running backs are moving up. And I think this is noteworthy because we have seen a shift this season where people are drafting wide receivers very heavily, especially in the early in the middle rounds. If you kind of look at, you know, just generic ADPs this season compared to seasons prior, you're just going to see the wide receiver position going earlier, much more heavily being attacked this season. And for most of the summer, that's opened up a lot of value at the running back position. That's not um, that's not in like 100% of leagues, right? And it's generally like the top 90 picks, I would say, has been good value. Running back, um, I have personally been in drafts where people are in love with the running back position. I have to keep drafting wide receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks. I'm almost forced into like your RB, RB0 um, because people like running back so much. So it's not um, just like in 100% of leagues. But I would say in more often than not, you're in the opposite league where people really start to fall in love with the wide receiver position. And you're sitting there like, well, I don't think I need another running back, but I'm getting such amazing value on you know, my fourth running back being David Montgomery. And it's like, well, I have four running backs that I truly believe could be running back ones this season. They won't all end up that way. But the point is, there are some very, very good running backs that are going much later than they should be. And so it'll be very interesting to see if that changes at all once we get uh, much more casual drafters in late July into August. You know, people who don't really pay attention until August 1st, they show up, they look at ADPs, and they're like, I don't know about that. And they start drafting running backs much earlier. That is absolutely a possibility because more casual drafters do prefer running back early. Not saying you're casual if you prefer running back, but as a whole, uh, more casual drafters do like the running back position more. And so my guess is that things will change. And so I think this trend that we're seeing over the last two weeks, that's shifting running back a little bit earlier, I think that'll slowly continue. Who knows though? I thought a few weeks ago that 
quarterbacks would start going earlier, and now they're going later. So what do I know, right? But my guess is that running backs will trend up a little bit. Uh, so definitely something I want to keep an eye on um, in these Saturday video. So I think from now on in the Saturday video, we're going to do everything else the same and we're going to go over my predictions in a second. But I think I'm also going to throw in this section where we talk about the general flow of the market. What is happening with these positions? What is happening in the top 150? All right. Which players do I think will rise over the next two weeks? First up, uh, I'm very confident that Sky Moore will continue rising. Like I said, uh, he certainly hasn't reached his ceiling for his ADP. And when you start to look at his competition, I mean, do we really think the ADP is going to go down? Like he doesn't actually have that much competition. Uh, and I don't think Rasheed Rice is going to walk into camp and just dominate. I think he's going to struggle at least a little bit. And I do think this is going to be Sky Moore's job for the slot wide receiver. Um, I also think Isaiah Pacheco is going to see his ADP go up. Uh, his ADP has been dropping for a while now, but I think his ADP is kind of going to bottom out here at like, you know, pick 87, 88. So I have been avoiding him most of the summer because his ADP was too high. I think he was in like the upper 60s at one point. It was just too high. It's dropped about 20 spots. Now it's at a spot where I think it's correct. And I think now that he's going to be showing up to camp, he's going to be that running back one. I think it's going to kind of bottom out at 87 and work its way back up. And so I think now would be the time to grab some shares. I also think Tyler Higby is going to see his ADP go up. Um, he goes really late in drafts for a tight end that has touchdown upside. Um, you know, not someone who's going to go out there and have like 12 touchdowns, but for tight end, he could score uh, on what should be a high volume passing offense. Uh, someone that has produced fantasy points in the past. So again, he goes really, really late. And if you look at um, sports books and you see touchdown props, he has the exact same over under for touchdowns as Darren Waller and Kyle Pitts. And he has a higher over under than Evan Ingram and Dallas Goddard. So like, those guys are going significantly earlier than him in drafts. And since touchdowns are a big part of fantasy scoring for tight ends, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like people are going to look at Tyler Higby going close to pick like 150 and be like, what are we doing, right? That's a pretty good tight end. We should take him earlier. Uh, and honestly, I think the same is true for Dawson Knox. Uh, sportsbooks think that Higby and Knox are going to be involved in the red zone this season. I was looking at these numbers and I'm like, these are pretty high numbers for Knox for receiving yards, for touchdowns. Uh, both these players have produced well in the past. Uh, we know that they're in situations people will trust. People will trust Stafford. People will trust Josh Allen at quarterback. And so I think both of their ADPs go up. Knox particularly, he's going to like pick 180. Like that's like free. And he has such an upside. He's on a great offense. It just makes sense that he would go higher. Uh, then finally, I am flag planting Ezekiel Elliott. I think I talked about him for like a month straight. I just don't understand why he's going at pick 177. Um, he's going to sign somewhere. There is no way, in my mind, I just can't see a world where Zeke doesn't sign for a team. And he's not going to sign for a team that's not going to give him an opportunity. And for as much as we think he's dust, he's still better than the vast majority of backup running backs. Like I truly believe he's going to sign to a team that is going to use him and use him a lot more than who else are you getting at pick close to 180 at running back? There's nothing sure. There's no proven talent. There's no players that have like this insane upside that you're, you know, foregoing the Zeke pick with. He's like the last running back where it's like, I genuinely believe he's going to have a role after him. You look at all these ADPs and you're like, none of these dudes have a very good chance of being good this season. And we have seen Zeke produce in the past. We've seen him handle large workload. I, I just don't get it. I feel like he should be going closer to pick 150 with like these other backups that aren't going to do anything unless there's an injury. 
Zeke at pick 177. That makes no sense. So uh, you can see all this ADP data for free on my website, thefantasyfootballadvice.com. And if you want to see my rankings, you can find those over there as well for every scoring format. Uh, and also, for some of you asking, like, for the three wide receiver rankings, there are custom rankings. Whatever format you're in, whatever scoring format, whatever league size, whatever roster settings, there are custom rankings. If you play in a league with nine starting wide receivers, the rankings can handle that. Just use the custom rankings. You can type all that stuff in. It'll spit out the rankings you should use. So, I'll be back tomorrow with another underdog video, Wednesday with another rankings video, and then Thursday with another player breakdown video. That, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, have a hit the like button and have subscribed to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.